0: This is Robert Martellucci of the Mindshare Learning Report, Canada's leading learning and technology magazine. I'm here at the SWIA EdTech Industry Summit in San Francisco and I have the good fortune of having a Mindshare Learning Moment with Megan Stewart, Director Worldwide Higher Education for Adobe Systems. Good afternoon Megan and thank you for joining us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Well, what a fantastic conference it's been so far. And you, you were part of a panel earlier uh, uh, this week on, uh, on a higher education-focused e-learning uh, discussion. And uh, some really interesting uh, thoughts came around that, around frameworks for learning and, and globalization around learning. Perhaps we can touch on what you're seeing out there uh, and what impresses you with trends in that space.
1: Sure, yeah, I actually in my position have the good fortune of being able to travel around the world and uh, spend time with university systems, universities, colleges, um, a whole range of different types. And to really understand what are the common challenges that higher education is facing as well as the uniqueness within regions. Um, One of the things I'm seeing so much of is really this explosion of globalization of education. And within that, it is really supported by sort of this explosion of distance learning and online learning models because, uh, obviously so institutions are trying to extend their universities, extend their, their systems out to reach new students um, and to also dealing with budget challenges. And by providing online learning um, solutions, they're able to accomplish, you know, these, these different types of, of things. And institutions are, are more and more looking at how do they complete globally, how do they partner globally. So we see a lot of institutions sharing online programs uh, between Asia and Europe, between the U.S. institutions as well as in Europe, and it's uh, really becoming an interesting model that I think is really enabled now because of the capabilities of a lot of our technologies to enable collaboration and participation.
0: Now, and suddenly, university rankings are are being looked at and important.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting. For the first time, I see this in Europe and in Asia and in Japan. This intense focus. This intense focus on uh, the rankings, and there's different rankings, obviously for the U.S., for Europe, and in Asia. Um, but the, what it's really affecting in terms of the institutions is the competitiveness so being able to provide services and solutions to the student really as the customer and having to compete for those customers and institutions say in the UK or in Germany that haven't done that as much in terms of having to compete with other institutions are seeing a lot more of the for-profits and different institutions coming in and being able to provide those programs through distance learning, online learning.
0: It's interesting you you mentioned the competitiveness and it seems that, that there's a shift with many of these Uh, leading institutions in terms of servant leadership and seeing the student as a customer. And to that point, who do you see leading the way?
1: You know, I think there's great practices happening in many institutions because it's not just the degree they're offering, but the experience that they're offering. And I think some institutions are obviously fully online, some have that that really a blended offering and I think there's great exemplars in many areas. One of the interesting schools that we see, and I have the, the good fortune of being, have in the past uh, couple of years, hosting CIO events where we bring in institutions who are in talking about some of the practices that they're, they're implementing. Um, Purdue, for example, Penn State. And one of the schools that I thought is a really interesting model that shared recently a session was Academy of Art. So Academy of Art has this unbelievable machine in terms of providing virtual schools distance learning programs to students uh, all over the world. And they do that, literally the students do their full degree online. Um, of course, there are students in the bricks and mortar uh, program as well. But, you know, they, they come into virtual town halls. They do their thesis reviews online with their professors, completely in a synchronous environment. And it really is, it's an unbelievable way to market and extend their institution. And the quality of their online learning is, is amazing.
0: And you have tools that enable that in Adobe Connect. Is, is that solution evolving and being embedded in the whole process?
1: Absolutely. We have a variety of different solutions to help institutions provide distance learning, online learning programs from authoring tools such as Flash, Captivate, Presenter, and many, many of the authoring tools, as well as Adobe Connect, which is a web conferencing type solution that is used in Everything from, you know, virtual office hours, distance learning, online seminar rooms. And so many of the institutions, including Academy of Art, use this uh, program, in, including, you know, even the university, Swedish University Network, uh, Purdue Penn, John Hopkins, and it's uh, really a, a, a enterprise-type solution that enables institutions to, again, extend their programs.
0: And you showcase some of these best practices or case studies on, on the Adobe education website?
1: Absolutely. So we have... A lot of case studies on implementation and best practices from institutions that are from the for-profits to non-profits to community colleges. And the best ways they've been able to get the most use out of these programs.
0: Fascinating. Let's shift gears a little bit and touch on one of the greatest challenges that publishers are having is the whole transformation from print to digital. And Adobe has led the way uh, in terms of enabling that with some tools that you have available.
1: Right, so this is a, a really exciting area that's happening right now. We have a long history in providing authoring tools and solutions for publishers to create content, online content, ebooks. books uh, and, you know, that's again, that's been done mainly out of the um, Acrobat PDF type format. However, with EPUB coming out and being much more substantive and uh, this new solution we have, I think that the, the, the quality of the content being created is going to really increase, I think, the use of, of online books. Um, so right now, I think there's very low usage, at least from what the publishers are seeing, but a lot of that is because the content has been literally scanned in you know, books, converted to, to digitized um, content, and of course, that's not still engaging for the students, not really changing the way they're consuming uh, information. And I think now with some of the different solutions that we have, we're trying to enable publishers. And institutions to be able to create content, rich media content, and be able to publish that out to any type of device, from touch pads to.
0: And I think your thought leadership in this area, from Adobe, can help accelerate that process because there's a there's a knowledge gap that I'm seeing with, between publishers and consumers in in the institutions.
1: Yeah, I think that, that is our goal and particularly my goal being in higher education because I've, I've heard this. You know, this is a, one of the big requests that institutions have had for us. So while we partner with publishers, we're trying to serve their needs as well and being able to create content, to publish it out, to be able to have DRM on it, digital rights management on it, as well as to have analytics understanding how people are consuming, how students might be consuming and using this content has not really been in the hands of the institutions in the past. And So our new solution called the Digital Publishing Suite is that type of solution where again they can support the variety of different form factors that are being brought in by students across a range of different mobile devices and um, the institutions themselves who have been working closely with us, uh, institutions like Indiana University are excited about being able to again be their own publishers, create their own content um, and again being able to measure and and reach as many students depending on whatever device they're on.
0: Speaking of uh, students this is a good segue into the whole mobile uh, learning space and there's uh, clearly a, um, a huge trend towards personalization and access anytime anywhere and uh, what are you seeing? What excites you in that space?
1: I think one of the most exciting things that I've been involved with lately with quite a few of our customers is looking at the role of analytics in terms of personalizing content. And this is like the newest biggest thing evidently um, that you're seeing popping up at conferences and many discussions um, with companies as well as institutions is how to leverage learning uh, analytics to better customized content and personalized content for students or for learners um, based on how they learn you know time spent where they seem to be more engaged it's similar somewhat to that model of uh, Amazon when you go into Amazon
0: yeah it, it
1: understands and it says hey if you like this you might like this and we know that you're spending a lot of time in this area so you might be interested in this types of different content that engine that model of analytics is something that the media industry and advertising and all the websites that you go to has been around for a long time. And and it's sort of one of those areas of you have you have a lot of expertise and and thought being put into how to reach consumers around these analytics. So from social media to mobile and to really understand habits. And that type of analytics is completely applicable to the learner. And so while you have you know great products like IBM Cognos where it's really predictive modeling pulling from data sets um, like a student information system, being able to have used, leverage web analytics for being able to test content, optimize content, continuing to optimize content for the learner is something that's really exciting to institutions because again it's sort of that, those holy grail areas of really getting actual data on um, what's helping students learn and cu- getting that information and content really customized per learner. So uh, that's one of the areas that because we bought Omniture, which is one of the largest analytics uh, companies out there uh, for web analytics, we're able to now build this into our authoring tools in terms of yeah, if you're creating content to build in analytics so that, let's say you're even a design student or somebody who's creating content for a customer, you're going to want to test and understand how people are interacting with that content do multivariate testing, you know, really optimize for them. So from the authoring tool perspective, it makes sense. And then we have this sort of enterprise layer of analytics that can layer across inside your LMS, across your web content. And again, with learning assets and content within that, it'll optimize and uh, test and, well, we have this area called test and target, where it'll actually, again, customize and personalize. So I, I'm really excited from sort of our perspective of Adobe to be able to get to really that next level of giving better learning on the content you create.
0: Fascinating. We can talk all afternoon, but we do have a closing (laughs) keynote to get to. And thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Sure. That was Megan Stewart, Director of Worldwide Higher Education for Adobe Systems. My name is Robert Martellacci of the Mindshare Learning Report. And until next time, keep the learning curve steep.